Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Talking about somebody connected, no, not directly to the song. Two years ago today, Eddie Van Halen passes away. Brendan Escott has been paying homage all day to the Van Halen great. Do you know who's uh, said this was his favorite song? Who's that? Eric Lindros. We're going to get to a connection to Eric Lindros because I think our next guest is going to know it. Uh, we will tell you Royal Pizza Pizza passes so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu to their fifth and a list of their 15 Edmonton area four in Calgary locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Brandon Escott likes the Texan. Reed Wilkins likes the meat lovers. We head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. And pleased to welcome back to the show NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. John, we're going to go old school, and this is a maybe be a little bit unfair for you because I think you were working an NHL playoff game when this happened. How are you doing, by the way? I'm doing great for a Thursday. How are you, Bob? Pretty good. Uh, pretty good. We'll, we'll hit on the news of the day, and there's a couple different things to get to. Uh, Eric Lindros, I always, you know what, I, I kind of understood the family's perspective pertaining to not trusting Marcelo Boo. Okay. Uh, certainly, there was a the affair. Uh, Delindros was a was a big deal back in the day. But here's the skull testing, useless, superfluous trivia uh, for you: Did Eric Lindros not win a Memorial Cup with the Oshawa Generals? Oshawa Generals? Yes, 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 yes. <sighs> something you, tells me the uh, something tells me the, the Memorial Cup that year was in Hamilton. Okay. Um. And I uh, honestly, Bob, I I don't know. Something tells me he didn't. Okay, no, no, he did. He did because okay. the guy that scored the game-winning goal was yeah. in the building last night in Vancouver or in Abbotsford. Yeah, and he's a current general manager of an NHL team. Really, Bill Armstrong scored the game-winning goal. The GM of the oh. Arizona Coyotes. Oh. Um, now, if you were in Bill, and that is a great. Question. That is not superfluous, Bob. That is a great question. Well, it's rare when I. Well, thank you for that. I think that's the first time you've complimented me on the 649 hits you've done on the show over the course of the last five years. And last. Yes. Last time that's, I complimented you, not the last hit. I'm still waiting for my first compliment <laughs> from my wife, Kathleen, who likes you more than she Well, likes she you. likes me a lot. Yes, I, I, I've never been able to quite figure her out. All right. Uh, so, speaking of Bill Armstrong in Arizona, now, how, so people are going, well, what's going on with Jacob Chikrin? And there's a little bit of a concern here in oil country because Philip Broberg, I think it's fair to say, has had an underwhelming preseason to date. Nima Linen's played well. The orders are no rush. I don't see Edmonton as uh, a fit for Chikrin, but if you were Armstrong, 
would you maybe wait to see which of the contending teams has some challenges on the back end before you make a move there? Would that not maybe get you a better deal, uh, say, in the first uh, month of the season on Jacob Chickering? What do you think? Well, I, I think Bill's got a lot of challenges going his way in, in Arizona, and uh, one of them is not uh, trying to rush the Chickering deal. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's in the catbird seat when it comes to that. Um, you know, you're right. The, the, there'll be a couple of teams, maybe three teams, that will uh, get to the middle of November and say, oh, my goodness, we're, our defense isn't what it should be. Um, and the asking price for Chikrin uh, will not have changed, I don't think, because it's, it's high enough that that's why people have backed away. Um, and something could happen at that point. You know, we know that Jacob Chikrin wants out of of Arizona, and it, to me, it's just a matter of time in making sure that that Armstrong is going to get a fair dollar on the trade. All right, uh, hockey, and people get tired of hearing this. It is a meritocracy. Jake Vertanen could not argue about the opportunity. He got six games in in the preseason. He'd be the first to tell you needed to move the needle more. The orders have released him from his PTO. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think I really studied five of those six games closely, Bob, and I, you know, I saw very little. Uh, you know, it's everything that we talked about prior to him getting the PTO was that and, you know, we know physically he has the size. We've seen some of his traits of uh, on a positive side. Um, there was just nothing there for me. Um, and obviously, people within the organization they may they may not be as harsh as I am, but there was there was there was nothing to show. And the other thing to really you know to cap it off was when you when you sign a controversial person to a uh, a professional tryout he has to excel in order yes, to does. take the flack yes he does he has to excel and there's no chance he excelled uh i'm actually i'll be honest i i'm surprised he lasted this long i well, really am he can't argue about the opportunity he got the six games in now another guy and i'm not saying he's killed it but that's jason demers in on a pto but the situation, the needle has moved a little here just because of some external influences, John. I mean, Vincent DeHarnay, some people thought had a chance to compete for number seven spot on the defense. He injures his hand. He's out a month. And then Slater Cuckoo, who many had thought before Edmonton signed Ryan Murray, well, Slater Cuckoo's going to play this year. They'll get him back. He'll be the number seven defenseman. And he's on a leave and today, uh, you know, put placed on waivers for the purpose of assignment to the minors. So suddenly, there might be a mechanism or a window opening up for Jason Demers on a two-way. Your thoughts? Yeah, and and I don't think you know the the, the opportunity that Demers had, he took advantage of. And the other thing is, from an Oilers perspective, uh, you know, you know, veteran defensive experience is really such a great commodity. You know, I think that what Demers has learned in the last three or four years as he's aged. Uh, is how to be more efficient. I think we saw that efficiency during these uh, uh, preseason games. Um, and we saw a trust between coach and player and vice versa that uh, that helped Demers fit in. You know, So I, I think from that perspective, this this to me was when they signed both guys, to me Demers was, was going to get a better chance and could take advantage of that chance. And I think that's exactly what's happened. 
Do the Oilers need a player with physical impetus on their fourth line? Or can you intimidate with the power play, especially given the way the game's played today? Well, I think for the regular season, I think you you, you don't need you don't need a, a a fourth line a hammer quote unquote tough guy. No, you don't. Not for the regular season. And I think that you know, as this team grows in confidence as the season goes on with its speed, uh, it's not a small team at all, Bob. It's not no. a small team. Uh, and they, if they find a way to use all their 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 size properly, then perhaps they don't need anybody like that at all. You know, I, th- this is, you know, and, and a lot of it, so much of it, in my opinion, changed when Evander Kane yep. showed up and played because it, it, it gave, you know, to have somebody of Kane's scoring prowess and physical prowess uh, change the personality of that top line. John Shannon joining us right now on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. All right, John, has Dylan Holloway made your team? Yeah, he has now. He certainly has. Uh, now the challenge is for for Jay to find him enough ice time. You know, how do you find him enough t- ice time in order to go from uh, 10 minutes, as, as Kenny talked about uh, in his uh, pre-season press conference, to 14 or 15? It's yeah. funny, we had, uh, we had Wayne on the... Uh, you remember, you, you've heard of Wayne, right? Wayne Gretzky? Yeah, we had Wayne, Wayne on the podcast. Wayne from the Edmonton we, Operation. Yes. Uh, we had Wayne on our podcast on Monday, and we got into a discussion about Holloway. Uh, and I brought up the fact, is he more valuable in Bakersfield mate, playing 18 to 20 minutes or playing 10 minutes uh, with the Oilers? And, and Wayne was, was as a matter, a matter of fact, about it. He says, no, no, Jay Woodcroft will find a way to get him 14 to 15 minutes. And 100%. Then, and, and that, that really, in the end, for Holloway is the key, is to make sure five on five, because I, I, I guess he could be on the second power play unit, right? I guess he could be. But when you have a power play as, as prolific, a number one unit as prolific as the Oilers have, you know, most of his time is going to be five on five. And so you're going to have to get him as much five on five time. And, and certainly with, with his shot and with his skating now, which the, the thing that's blown me away is how good his skating is, um, that he certainly has made the team, in my opinion, and, and hopefully he can get enough ice time. So we might not see this in the final preseason game tomorrow because Dry Settle and Yamamoto were not on the ice today for practice. Uh, but theoretically, if Edmonton went with, for the sake of argument, uh, Evander Kane, Connor McDavid, Connor Yamamoto, Dylan Holloway, Leon Dreisettle, Zach Hyman, Fogel is the guy that's played the most with Nugent Hopkins and McLeod. Where does that put Jesse Pogliarvi in all this? <laughs> um, well, every, and everybody's going to yell, well, Pogliarvi pays the other side, but you know, Fogel's versatile enough. He can play both sides, in my opinion. And I think he, there are times I think he likes to play the right rather than the left. Um, so, to, to me, you know, I, I think the frustration with Jesse is is that with a body that size, he's got to use it more and, and use it better. And I know there's lots of people, lots of big fans of Pugliarvi out there. Uh, but this might be a, a, a shot across the bow to him saying, listen, if you want to play with this team, you got your $3 million contract, you're going to have to put out more in order to contribute. And in fact, you're going to have to put out more if you want out to show people what your value is. So that's I, I don't really have an answer what line he's going to be on. But, you know, this to me is a warning to Pugliarvi is perform one way or the other to help the Oilers or to help your stock. 
John, today the Edmonton Oilers announced that Steve Stales was returning to the Oilers organization uh, in a development and special advisor role. Give me your synopsis and what you see this means. Uh, well, it, first of all, it, it, you know, I, I live not far from Hamilton, and, uh, and Stevie has done a magnificent job with the OHL team in Hamilton. Uh, have, they've made, he's made them perennial successful team. Uh, he has a great eye for young talent. He has a great communication skill with, with young players. So I, I think that it's, it's one of those things where Steve now, after his playing career uh, and a brief stint with the Maple Leafs, uh, has paid his dues. Uh, and and I was thinking about this when I saw the announcement. Would Steve Steos be on that list of, you know, bright young prospects to be managers in the near future or in the future? And it, was he one of those guys outside of the NHL family that deserves that opportunity? This is a really, really smart, long-term acquisition by the Edmonton Oilers that doesn't affect their salary cap. And that, to me, is really good. I, I think it's a great hire. Um, you know, even if Steve doesn't move, because so much hockey, as you know, Bob, occurs in this area. Yes. When you think about, you know, 20 minutes to AHL teams, you know, 10 minutes to OHL teams, there's enough college hockey in this area. Uh, with with Detroit four hours down the road, that Steve Stales's impact long term for the Edmonton Oilers is outstanding. Uh, Did we lose John? Is that a drop at uh, one forty seven, Brendan? May well have been. I bet uh, you got a phone call or something. Uh, it's usually what bumps people. That's what happens. He's on the. Uh, is he back? I'm here. There we go. Uh, so, anyways, a long-term hire. Final question. Um, I'm uh, here. I, I know yeah. you're following it, John, so let's get to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hockey Canada, it was not a good day uh, last couple days for Hockey Canada. Uh, and we know how the business works. And when the advertisers start nope. pulling the plug, that puts Bell in a tough position. And Bell's going to be... Are, are we headed down an inevitable path with Hockey Canada where resignations at the top level might be coming? Did we lose John again? John, oh, you there? I, 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 no, I'm here. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, what do you I'm right here, Bob. Okay. Yeah, what do you, you think is going to happen? Uh, it, this, is, it, this is a tough one. Uh, yeah. Well, I, uh, I I don't know Andrea Skinner. Um, uh, she did not do anybody any favors by uh, what she did on Tuesday via Zoom. Um, it's put everybody uh, back on their heels again, which is disappointing. Uh, this is a time for Hockey Canada to be transparent, to be uh, uh, compassionate. Uh, this is not a time to put up walls, and I think that that really had an effect on what's happened with uh, Hockey Quebec. Uh, there's going to be other provincial organizations that are going to opt out of, of certain programs. Now, I, just for the record, Hockey, Hockey Quebec has not opted out of Hockey Canada completely because they still buy their insurance through Hockey Canada um, and, and a few other of the programs, but they're not passing on some of the dollars uh, that they raise through uh, uh, through uh, their their membership, so, but uh, w when you hear of Tim Hortons, Canadian Tire, Telus, all backing away, um, you you have to you have to listen, you have to listen somehow. 
Um, and I, I, I uh, the hard part for me is I have friends there, lots of friends, very good friends that have worked hard, have been industrious, uh, have not have not done anything illegal, um, and yet uh, they're in trouble. Yeah. They are truly in trouble now, and that's uh, that's sad for them, but it's also sad for the game. And I, I hope that uh, I hope we find a way through this uh, as a country. Uh, for all of us that love the game of hockey, hockey will survive. Make no mistake about it. And that's the one thing that Ms. Skinner should have said. Hockey will survive. Yes. Uh, because it's a great game. Um, but we have to get through this now as a nation, and we have to be open-minded. I'm looking forward to the findings of the justice's uh, investigation to see exactly what happened. Um, but from now on, I mean, I think the most important word and all uh, important words are, are compassion and transparency. Yeah. We need a, we need it all. We need a hundred percent of it, and uh, we need to get through it as a group. I think we're headed down an inevitable path here, where changes are going to be coming at the top. It just that's just kind of how these things work. John, yep. uh, always appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk on Monday. Right on. No, we won't talk on Monday. It's going to be. Oh no! Hey, hey! By the way, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, my man. Take care. All right, we'll talk to you next week. You bet. That is John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. 151 in Edmonton, back with us. Stay in Oilers history when we return. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 153 in Edmonton. Let's go to the Stay in Oilers history for New West Travel again. In January, we have an Oilers Now roadie, a three-night road trip to Vegas to see the Oilers playing the Golden Knights, uh, you can reach out to newestravel.com. You know what they say about Vegas, Brendan? What's up? What happens in Vegas? What's the, what's the other part of that? Stays well, in Vegas? Stays in Vegas. I'm That's not, not true anymore. It, though, no. It's not true anymore. No, no. What happens in Vegas usually beats you home. It's because it ends up on Twitter. Right. That's how everything happens these days. <laughs> you know? It's tough. Social media. I know. It's That's why if you back in 1986, right? Yeah, we're gonna go way back in '86. I remember the state well. It's kind of confusing. Yeah, the Oilers acquired defenseman Craig Muni from Pittsburgh to complete an earlier trade. Edmonton had signed Muni in August of that year, but then traded him to Buffalo four days earlier in a cash deal. The Sabres then sent him to Pittsburgh, another cash deal there, and Muni was eventually worked back to the Oilers. He'd go on to play seven seasons in Edmonton, helping them win three Stanley Cups. He was a little bit dirty. He blew out a lot of guys' knees. He was a tough guy. To, like I mean, not the greatest fighter, but he was a hard, firm, competitive player. But if he got you on the trolley tracks, you were done. Like, he... There were, it was a little bit different time. Like, he played on an edge that, frankly, today, uh, there would be some people out there going, they'd be freaking out watching him play. It was nasty hockey at times. And, and frankly, if you're an Oilers fan, of which I was at that era, uh, I, I had completely zero problems with it. Tomorrow, for Abe's Door Service, one of the most plugged in men in the business, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Tonight, 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 we do not have inside sports. Because tonight, we are going to have a new premier in the province. And we're going to have a coverage tonight with Rob Breckenridge and Shea Gannon from 6-8. Is that correct, Brendan? Did I get that right? That sounds about right to me. All right. Uh, somehow, I think there's a good chance it may have been somebody that you heard on this radio station for about a year. That it may end up being the next premier of the province. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then 6.30 chat afternoons at Jayla and I. I've been wrong before. Who knows?
Back at you tomorrow.